Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Chatting About God. In today's episode, I'm going to talk about giving and what does God say about giving. Okay, so when we talk about giving, a lot of times you will be reminded of when we go to church and we're asked to give, right? You're asked to give a tithe of money. But today, I'm not going to only talk about giving money. I'm also going to be touching briefly about um, giving love, giving help, uh, giving others your possessions or your time or your abilities. Um, a lot of the scripture in the Bible does tend to talk about giving, the giving of money. So a lot of the scriptures today, we will be talking about giving money, but there'll be some that we'll be talking about giving your time and your abilities and, and things that God has given you to entrust you with and that you can give to other people. Okay, so we're going to start with um, Proverbs um, eleven twenty eight. Okay, so in Proverbs eleven twenty eight. Okay, it tells us that um, trust in your money and down you go, but the godly flourish like leaves in spring. So basically, God is telling us if you trust, if you put your trust in your money, then you know what's going to happen, right? You're not going to get anywhere. So just to reiterate from all my past podcasts i always tell you have your trust in god okay god basically uses money to test our faith right because money a lot of times will show what we love the most and we see that in the book of matthew um chapter 6 verses 19 through 21 Okay, it tells us, Don't store up treasures here on earth, where moths eat them, and rust destroys them, and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasure in heaven, where moths and rust cannot destroy, and thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Okay, so basically what this scripture is telling us is that, Wherever you want your heart to be, if your heart is with Jesus, then you're going to put your money with Jesus. And when you put your money with with Jesus, it doesn't mean you have to always um, give it to the church. You can give it to people who are in need. Okay, you can give it to um, people who, who you can give people help if they are in need, if they need your time. If someone needs to talk about something, you give them your time. Okay, so once you do that, you give your heart to them, you'll become interested in what that situation is. Okay, and in Psalm 37, uh, verse 5, it tells us, Commit everything you do to the Lord, trust Him, and He will help you. So, everything that you do, you commit it to the Lord, you give it to God. Everything whether it be in your schoolwork, okay, in your homework, your classwork, with your friends, whatever it may be, with your work, with your family, whatever it may be, trust God 
give it to him. That means how do you give it to him? You pray to him and you say, God, I can't handle this anymore. I'm trusting you. I'm giving it to you. And I trust that you will lead the way or you will do something to help me. That's how you give it. You commit everything to him, everything in God's name. So basically, everything that you own belongs to God. We all know that, right? Um, so everything that we have here on earth is from God. Okay, basically God has only loaned it to us. He's given us the opportunity to watch over these things for him and care for these things that we have now. So since everything we have now is from God, we know we can't take it with us when we die, right? That's definitely none of these tangible materials that we have that we love so much now. We can't, we're not going to be able to take it with us when we go and, um, you know, into the ground when we're buried. So we know that even the money and all the possessions that we have, everything that we have, our abilities, our talents, um, the time that we have, everything that we have is given to us by God. So we have to know how to use these gifts that God has given us. And basically, God is always telling us we have to return these gifts. And how do we return these gifts to God? By helping his people. And we help his people, whether it be someone who's needing, you know, financial help, someone who just needs your time to talk, right? Not someone who, um, ask you to talk to them and then you keep staring at your phone or checking your phone every few seconds that's not giving them your time giving them your full attention and um giving your talents your abilities whatever your abilities your talents are if you can teach you teach a free class you don't have to get money for it if you have the ability to teach anything whether it be art music um, language whatever it may be you give your talents away and you help other people. All right, so now God never wants us to feel that money is something we must live for, okay? Basically, money is a device that we must use in this world in order to gain material items, right? But it shouldn't be anything that we idolize because we know that everything that we have now in your possession is from God. So he can easily take it away from you as well if he wanted to. All right. So so that was just a, a brief discussion about some about money, about help. Right. So I'm just going to continue um, now just to combine all these things about how God gives each of us the right amount of everything. So he's not going to give us an abundance of stuff so that you can waste it. So he gives us the right amount of talents, the right amount of abilities, the right amount of finances, depending on how much we can deal with. Everybody has a different ability to deal with these things. So God will only give us the amount that he knows that we can deal with. Now, if you look with me um, in the book of Matthew, chapter 25, verse um, 15, it says here, that um, this is the parable, right? The, the one of the parables with the three servants. It says, He gave five bags of silver to one, 
two bags of silver to another and one bag of silver to the last, dividing it in proportion to their abilities. He then left on his trip. Now, why do you think God did that? Because he knows the different servants had different abilities and based on what he knows about these people, he gave them that amount to handle. Okay, so that's why we should never be jealous of what others have because God provides for all of us. Okay, no matter what, God always provides. But what God gives you, the amount that He gives you, all depends on what He feels you can handle. Okay, because He knows you, right? He, he created you in your mother's womb, so He knows you already. So He's giving you what you can handle based on who you are. You know, God watches us all the time, right? To see how we can handle all these different things, whether it be money, our time, our possessions, whatever it may be. He watches over us. And if we handle these things efficiently, that's when he will give us more. Okay, and that leads us to the next scripture in Matthew chapter 25, verse 21. The master was full of praise. Well done, my good and faithful servant. You have been faithful in handling this small amount. So now I will give you many more responsibilities. Let's celebrate together. So based on the scripture, we know in this parable of the three servants, God gave them different amounts on purpose because he knew what their responsibility how it uh, how responsible they were they were and he gave them those responsibilities based on what he knew about them okay so so that's that's the um those are the scriptures so far Okay, now I just want to add something very important to um, the scriptures that I gave you earlier. Now, when you don't have any extra money for anything, that's the time to actually give to help others. Okay, so I know a lot of people when they, you know, have to give, they start thinking about how much is debt they're in, right? But you will see that God will see that the more you do with the little bit that you have, he will give you more to be a bigger blessing to others. Remember that story about the, the lady who had, I, don't, I think it was like one coin and she gave the one coin, right, to the people in need. But then there were other people who had a lot of money and they maybe they gave half of what they had or maybe not even half and God said oh you know what of, of all the people who gave the lady who gave the one coin gave the most right but and then people were shocked because she only gave one but God is saying that she didn't even have anything all she had was that one coin and she gave that one coin so basically she gave everything but you guys have so much and you only gave half of what you get you had so that's not a lot compared to what this lady gave so basically God gives us to give to others whether it's giving 
like I said, your money, your time, your abilities, your talents, your possessions, whatever it may be, God asks us to give to others, okay? Whenever you give, okay, all these things will come back to you, okay? Whatever you give, it will come back to you. Let's look in the book of Mark, chapter 10, verses 29 to 30. Okay, read with me. Yes, Jesus replied, and I assure you that everyone who has given up house or brothers or sisters or mother or father or children or property for my sake and for the good news will receive now in return a hundred times as many houses, brothers, sisters, mothers, children, and property, along with persecution. And in the world to come, that person will have eternal life. Okay, so basically that scripture says, if you give to my people, okay, for the sake of the good news, right, which is God, then you're going to receive back a hundred times what you've given out. Okay, and that's a promise from God. And um, let's also look in the book of Luke, chapter 6, verse 38. Let's read that. Give and you will receive. Your gift will return to you in full, pressed down, shaken together to make room for more, running over and poured into your lap. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. So, if you believe in God's promise and you know that God will return everything that you give to others, then you know you're going to get a lot. And you'll want to give a lot, okay? God knows what you have because He's giving it to you, right? It's what He's given to you. If you don't have a lot to give, God knows that and it's okay. You give what you can give, okay? And of course, the more you give, the more you will receive back. Okay, let's look in Deuteronomy chapter 15 verse 10. Okay, it says here, Give generously to the poor, not grudgingly, for the Lord your God will bless you in everything you do. So basically, God is saying, don't give like... um as if you don't want to. You have to really want to give. Don't give because for the sake of giving or because someone's telling you to give. You have to really deep down your heart want to give. Then that's when God will bless you. Okay? Let's look at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 through 13. Okay, 2 Corinthians. Let's see. 9 through 6, okay. Nine, chapter 9, 6 through 13. Remember this. A farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop. But the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give. And don't give reluctantly or, or in response to pressure. For God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And God will generously provide all you need. 
then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. As the scriptures say, they share freely and give generously to the poor. Their good deeds will be remembered forever. Okay, so God is telling us you have to give when your heart wants to give, not because someone is pressuring you and telling you to give. You have to really want to give. Okay, so God tells us that if we give to his people, we will have so much blessings just poured all over us. Okay, and we're going to see that in scripture in the book of Malachi. Uh, let's see, chapter 3, verses 8 through 12. Should people cheat God? Yet you have cheated me. But you ask, what do you mean? When do we ever cheat you? You have cheated me of the tithes and offerings due to me. You are under a curse, for your whole nation has been cheating me. Bring all the tithes into the storehouse, so there will be enough food in my temple. If you do, says the Lord of heaven's armies, I will open the windows of heaven for you. I will pour out a blessing so great you won't have enough room to take it in. Try it. Put me to the test. Your crops will be abundant, for I will guard them from insects and disease. Your grapes will not fall from the vine before they are ripe, says the Lord of heaven's armies. Then all nations will call you blessed, for your land will be such a delight, says the Lord of heaven's armies. So God is saying it. Trust me, try it. If you don't believe me, try it. God asks us to put him to the test, right? So if you don't believe God's promise, or you don't believe what I'm telling you from the Bible, then I ask you to try it, okay? I dare you to try it, basically. When God asks you to give to others, then you give. And you're going to see all the blessings that come in your life. Basically, when you give, God will give you so much back. We must keep our faith and trust in God and know that He will provide for us no matter what the situation may be. You really need to trust. And that's in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33. But seek His kingdom and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Never seek anything that God can do for you, but seek God. If you seek God first, okay, that means you seek His kingdom, everything else will come to you. You don't, have, don't seek His hand for the things that he, you want from Him, but seek Him. If you seek God, God will give you everything you will need. Okay, let's look at... Um, let me see, Proverbs chapter 16, verse 3. Commit your actions to the Lord and your plans will succeed. So if you have things you want to do, right, you have to always give them to God. Okay, and God will make sure they succeed. Let's look at Philippians chapter 4. Oops. Hold on one second. Philippians chapter 4. I think I got the wrong chapter. Hold on one second. Okay. Philippians chapter 4 verse 22. Okay, here we go. 
and all the rest of God's people send you greetings too. Oops, wrong one, I'm sorry. Hold on one second. 12, I'm sorry, read the wrong one. It's um, Philippians chapter 4, verse 12. But that one was a good quote too, that all the rest of God's people send you greetings too, especially those in Caesar's household. And then God is always greeting us. All right, so this is chapter 4, verse 12. I know how to live on almost nothing or with everything. I have learned the secret of living in every situation, whether it is with a full stomach or empty, with plenty or little. Okay? Now, God is saying that no matter what situation you're in, He will always provide. Okay? Whether you're in, you're, you're having a good time, you're having a bad time, whatever it may be. Okay? God will give it to you. Okay, um, let's look at Deuteronomy chapter 15, verse 6. The Lord your God will bless you as he has promised. You will never, you will lend money to many nations, but you will never need to borrow. You will rule many nations, but they will not rule over you. So basically, you want to be the one who will always lend or give to others. You really don't want to be the one to receive. Okay, so it is an honor and privilege, actually, if you can always be the one who's giving, whether it be your time, your money, your help, your talents. It, it, you don't want to be the one who's on the receiving end. I mean, the one on the receiving end is good because it, it's God really helping you to receive whatever you need at the moment. But once you receive and you get God's help, and you're able to help others, you you need to give back, okay? All right, so um, I'm basically going to end here, but I just want to just um, finish it up by telling you that all in all, we will reap what we sow. And... Um, Although what we reap will take time because God always tells us there is a season of waiting. So you will never outgive God. No matter what, God will always repay you with a reward, whether it be on, on earth now or, you know, when you are with him um, in, in heaven, you know, through eternity, whatever it may be, he will always, there will always be a chance where God will repay you for all that you've done in his name for his people. Okay, now, um, I just want to say something just on a personal level now. Um, this is the, um, I've been doing, recording this podcast. Um, God has led me to record this podcast for over a year now um, looking back on the recordings that i've made i started in may of 2020 and now it's june of 2021 so it's over a little over a year and um i just feel so blessed and um thankful for god's leading so that i can um record this podcast for you and to guide you and give you support and um let you know that God is always with you and um, just 
don't ever lose your faith or your trust in him and um he will always lead you because god has led me this past year this you know i guess for everybody who's been through this pandemic this past year god has been leading us and um and he's done a really good job and um, i feel very blessed to be alive and to be here still and um and just um I, i thank you god thank you thank you for all that you've done for me and um Um, I just want to end by saying, um, if you haven't received Jesus in your life and you'd like to receive Jesus now, please say the following salvation prayer with me and um, just see how much God can do for you. And um, just open your heart to him and let him come in. All right. So um, I thank you for listening and um, I'll see you soon. God bless you. And I love you. Okay, so here's the salvation prayer. So repeat after me. I'll stop after each line and you can repeat after me. Father God, I love you. I come to you today in faith. Asking you to forgive my sins. Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you died on the cross for me. You shed your innocent blood for me. You took my place and all the punishment that I deserved. I believe you died and were buried and on the third day you rose from the dead. Death could not hold you. You have conquered Satan and taken the keys of hell and death away from him. I believe you did all of this for me because you love me. I want to be a Christian. I want to serve you all the days of my life. I want to learn how to live the new life that you have promised me. I receive you now, Jesus, and I give myself to you. Take me just the way I am and make me what you want me to be. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and teach me everything I need to know. Now, I believe that I am saved and I have been born again and I will go to heaven when I die. Father God, I am going to enjoy my journey and live for your glory.
In Jesus' name, amen. If you just said that prayer, please let me know so that I can rejoice with you and congratulate you on your wonderful journey with God. God bless you.